Hey everybody, on this show, uh, we're going to be doing something a little different. So um, what you're going to hear first is, uh, well, this total show is going to be a review of Rogue One. Um, we've gone to see it, but what you're going to hear is um, first a recording of the second review that we did for the movie. And that's from the second time that we viewed it here just the other night, a couple nights ago. Um, the first review that you'll hear after the second review came from uh, right after we had come back to see it on the premiere night. And so you're going to hear two completely different reviews. And the reason why I wanted to put the second review first was to give you an idea of what we thought of it after seeing it a second time. And then give you uh, the first review, and that's going to give you a real good idea of how it struck us the first time. These are two completely different reviews, so um, I hope you guys will take the time to uh, check them both out. And uh, I just want to thank you so much for listening for the year 2016, and let's get this thing going. This is show 380 for the week of December 18th, 2016. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Alright everybody, believe it or not, um, you haven't listened to uh, our first review, but I'm actually doing what is our second review, the one that you'll hear in the soon to be played first review that we said we would not be going back to see it a second time. Yes, that's right, we went back to see Star Wars um, Rogue One for a second time, and um, our review this time is much different, and so um, I, I just have to say that I think seeing it the second time um, is not near as jarring. And I, I don't know, what, what do you think, Connor? How would you describe it? Yeah, I thought it was a, a much better film the second time around. And I think you're right, it's not as jarring. You kind of expect some of the events to happen. Um, and you focus more on just the story surrounding the events instead of the events themselves. Okay, so 3D-wise, do you think it even looked better in 3D this time? Um, no, I think it was about the same. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. Once again, that stayed the same. It didn't add much depth to anything. Right. Um, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was really oddly shot. I don't think it was initially shot in 3D. Is my opinion. Um, but. Um. So yeah, I'd say, don't waste your money on 3D because it really. I mean, it's 
it's 2D. Okay, so this time, um, uh, storyline, what else did you pick up this time that, uh, that maybe you didn't pick up the last time? You know, I'm just going to stop and say right off the bat, my favorite character out of this entire thing was the blind Buddhist monk. I, I don't know what his name was. He was um, Tario, maybe, I think was Tari, his name. I, I don't know. He was my favorite. Oh. Uh, honestly, I have to tell you, if I ever looked for the uh, true force and the Jedi, this this guy was it. His character yes. was it for me. Even outside of Yoda, and I know everybody loves the power of Yoda, and Obi-Wan, and Anakin even. And this guy just seemed to be um, the embodiment of what the force would mean to me anyway. So. Yeah, um, very interesting character. I wish that they'd given more time to um, fleshing out the characters because all of them had stories that, I mean, you can tell um, from some of the things that are said in the film. All of them had stories that were written, but they were never able to be told in no, this film. And you're, and you're right, and you truly, you tr you can even tell a little bit more uh, in your second viewing anyway, um, kind of probably where the reshoots were at and how they had to maybe shoot between scenes sometimes, do reshoots and then try to uh, piece scenes together and it really seems like a lot of that happens during the probably the first half of the movie yes because and it just I seems would... like you're in place after place after place after place and that you're meeting so many people throughout the film that there's no way that you can keep up with all that at least i couldn't no i would agree that yes i think the majority of the reshoots took place in about the first half of the movie because it does just seem very rushed um they do very little story building and more just introducing in that time. Um, so, yes, I think the most of the reshoots happened during that time. Okay. Um, well, I, uh, I still don't, I don't quite know what to say uh, about this. Um, uh, favorite character for you, what would you say out of this? Who did you like? Um, Cassian, probably. Cassian, who is the pilot. Well, yes. Is, I'm sorry, he um, is one of the pilots. Yes, one of the pilots. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've already told you who my favorite character would have been. Um, I guess I thought about it. He's kind of the Jerry Seinfeld to the cast. Jerry Seinfeld, you know, and Seinfeld wasn't always the funniest guy, but he was kind of that nucleus that pulled everybody else in. And I felt like that's what this guy did, the the blind Buddhist monk. I, 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 I don't he know. Actually, I, okay, sorry, so guys. I don't remember about names him, and stuff. So. About him. Um, he's not, you know, in fact, a uh, Buddhist monk. No, he's, he's actually a... Um, guardian of the jedi temple um and so isn't that what they said that uh, he possibly was, wasn't that the rumor that that's what um uh luke was guarding a temple or guarding something um, at one point? luke is looking it's already been confirmed that luke is looking for um the original jedi temples what okay. is left of them um and so i believe it's already also been confirmed that um the planet that he's on does have one okay and before i forget what the guy used as his staff all the time. Yes. Uh, was that was that a uh, lightsaber? It it looked like one. Um, the top of it, it had a circular. I mean, lo lo looked like an opening. It really looked. It reminded me of like Ray's staff. Yeah. And uh, um, okay, who's the guy? I'm sorry, I don't. I still don't know Star Wars all that well. Who's the guy who had the double lightsaber? Darth Maul. Darth Maul. It looked like his. Yes, it did. Okay. It looked like, yes, it could have very well been a lightsaber. But the thing is, is the guy never lit the lightsaber. No. He used it like a staff and just, yeah, tore through people. Yeah. It was just, I'm telling you, there was just so many scenes. 
that endeared me to this character. Yeah, that... I think overall, I think that all of the characters really were they were good at one time or another. Yeah, and I, you know, of course, how as I do, if you listen to our um, review of uh, Force Awakens, I so hoped, you know, and still do that they that Han Solo is still alive and that you see him come out in uh, yes. Episode Nine. Um, that would be great, but as in this, I don't know. Um, I don't want to give away everything out of this, so uh, I hope that everyone is still alive. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that you know, who is or who's not. I don't even know for sure. But my hope is always that uh, many of them will still be alive, even in the face of insurmountable odds. That's and that is kind of what I got into more in this this viewing than than I did the first time. The first time was just. Yeah, um, it truly was just watching a war film, and it's tough to just take in, you know, uh, death and loss, uh, losing battles, and you know, you want you want your team to win, and many times, you know, it's hard to sit and watch and see where they're they're losing and then they're winning and then they're losing and they're winning, and so anyway, yeah. It, once again, it is still a very um, dark turn yeah. on. The world of Star Wars. And I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it yet, the demolition derby that happens in the end, that's just what <laughs> I'm going to call it. Uh, I thought it was one of the most physically natural scenes that I've ever seen in a Star Wars film. Yes, it was. It had nothing to fun. do with anything but brute uh -huh. force and the will to win, the will to succeed and will for victory. And uh, yeah, so great, great film. I have to say it was a great film this time. So uh, um, would I see it a third time? Yeah, possibly. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, my opinion on it is that I think I'll probably maybe wait um, until it comes out on DVD or on digital or whatever yeah, I'll get digital. it on. Um, yeah. Because what I noticed was I was trying this time to look for certain Easter eggs that I've seen people talk about. And there's just so much going on when you're in the theater. Um, as far as like you're you know you're watching the movie and it's surround sound and there's so much noise going on that you tend to miss a lot of the uh, small details that you would be able to notice if you're just watching it at your home. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I think it'd be better to watch at home. And I think I said it in our last review, the one that you're about to hear. Now people are going to wonder why did you do the second review first? Because I did not want you to hear. I wanted you to hear just how we were affected the second time around by hearing this review first and then getting a chance to hear what our first review was like. So um, I think that they're a good contradiction to each other. Um, also, the uh, the first one we had come in, it was 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, that was on premiere night, and we just came out of uh, two-degree weather. Now, tonight, we're about 15 degrees warmer than that. So we it's this time uh, about 11 o'clock at night, 11.15, um, and it's... Uh, 17, 17 degrees. degrees. So, hey, another uh, another heat wave here in Ohio. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, hopefully you guys have enjoyed these reviews. Hopefully you get a chance, if you haven't yet, to get out there and uh, check out Ro Rogue One. We can definitely recommend it this time. Um, it's up to you whether you want to spend the money on 3D. We'd certainly like to hear uh, anybody else's thoughts on the movie and in the 3D format. Uh, and if you enjoyed it or if you didn't, we'd love to hear from you at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. All right, it's been fun, everyone, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Hello. There we go. All right, here we go. Hello. All right, it is uh, 1.07 a.m. in the wee hours of the morning. We just came in from 
we as Connor and I say hi, Connor. Hello. Um, we just came in from the premiere of Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue One. Um, we're going to do, I don't know, some kind of review chat here for just a moment about it. And uh, and we'll get this thing out. So hopefully everybody else gets a chance to go out and see it. Um, rate the movie, Connor, 1 to 10. Where would you put it? Uh, five. Let's just go right down the middle and say five. That's pretty much where I would put five to six even. Um uh let me say before I forget, we saw it in three D, but uh some of the three D renderings uh did not work very well. Uh, not a lot, but there are a few that that really stand out. They just don't work very well. I did notice that most of the film, um, or at least the shots that I took my glasses off to see, for some reason was shot with the foreground being two D and the background being three D and so it kind of offset the uh feeling of the 3d depth okay yeah and so first time really in a long time that we've seen a, a 3d movie that i thought didn't work in parts it looked very just modeled i guess you could really see the texture yes. of of the model like it's not done in cgi but they're building models and you could see it um one was almost like they turned the lights on in the room oh uh, slowly was, and, and, and it was and the it most illumined. important shot arguably of yeah. the entire film yeah so um now, uh, yeah, so as far as do that you, goes, I would go say uh, save your money and see it in 2D. The story, story is pretty good. Did you think the story is pretty good? Yes. Um, do we want to go into, though, what the shot was? Well, you can, yeah. Okay. I, I think we're fine. So, yeah, I was the, okay, so it was the uh, Death Star. <laughs> Quite possibly the most important scene from the entire film, the reveal of the Death Star. And it honestly seemed like someone was turning spotlights on in the well, middle of like space. They were turning lights on in rows across the room. And I don't know why they chose to yeah, do that. Only, but... only chunks of certain things, like uh, different Star Destroyers, would appear. Only at chunks. In chunks, for some reason. <laughs> so, like there were yeah. spotlights being turned on in the middle of darkness. It so, made and no there, sense. And, and I didn't recognize, like, I, I know there were a couple other parts parts that stood out to me. And I thought, oh, ooh, wait a minute, that didn't work so well. But, okay, that's fine, you know. You know I'm not looking for everything to be perfect. I did notice, too, I really felt in some parts... Um, with the X-Wing fighters? Is that yes. what they are? Yeah, that's what Luke was, correct? Yes. What he flew? Yes. Okay. I think that's correct. Yeah, that is. Um, the, if they really delved back into that, I felt like I was watching uh, A New Hope and stuff again. Yes. By the way, yeah, the, even the uh, pilots talked and acted. Yes, and, it was very reminiscent of A New Hope. Yeah. So, yes, they did a good job as far as that goes. Okay. Uh, they introduced a ton of people and places, and I'm thinking, man, I'm old here. I can't take all this. It was like a plethora of people and places, and you're thinking, woof, I'm never going to be able to remember all these characters. Honestly, being younger, it uh, it doesn't help. I still, for like the first eh, 20, 25 minutes of the film, I couldn't follow what was going on. There's a lot of um, time jumping that it seemed kind of out of place. Like there was really no point to it. Um, so there was that. And then on top of that, you're just very quickly learning names of characters. And so I had a hard time um, and figuring then, out who they were. Right. The rest of the you kind of learn by the end of the movie, why they jump through so many characters. Yes. And so, um, yeah, we won't go completely into that because that really is a, a spoiler into the movie. So um, let me think here. Character-wise, I think that, yeah, they set up a few characters that I thought were kind of interesting. Um, the hmm, the blind man. I thought they could have done even more with his character, but I feel what like they, they did, I thought he was great. Yes. 
yeah, I thought all the characters were good. I do think that, yes, they could have added um, a lot more background into the characters instead of doing the time jumping so yeah. much at the beginning. Yeah. Just do the background to all of the characters. I think it would have worked a lot better. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think. This movie's probably going to do really well over this weekend. Yes. Um, I would. I would know. think so. Yeah. Uh, it it holds its own. Um, Michael Giacchino on the music. He did the music, and in case you don't know who he is, he did music for Lost. He did music for Up. He's done music for a lot of different movies. Seems to work with J.J. Abrams a lot, and yeah. uh, so that made us both think. Well. I think that uh, Giacchino was brought in on this too late. Oops, Connor's head just fell off. Uh, anyway, actually, it was this new phone. That's great. Um, let's see here. So, um, Giacchino. Um, yeah, he did a score. really good job of of making it sound like John Williams' music. Yeah, I, it sounded yeah almost dead on what I thought uh, John Williams would have written. And I, yeah, I think I read somewhere that he had replaced again another guy, like the Apollo or something like that. I don't, I'm not sure what his name was, but he had to come in and replace him for do the music. So, um, oh, let's see here. Uh, is it a movie you'd, you'd want to see a second time? Um, probably not. No, that's what I'm thinking too. As far as repeatability, for me, this is kind of a one and done movie. Yeah, because you get the storyline. And you're ready to just move on, and because now you know, and there are some really cool things that are divulged. As far as obviously, you know, everybody knows that they're after the plans for the Death Star, the original plans for the Death Star, and they do a pretty good job of explaining that out. How use how Luke was so easily able to go in and blow it up. Everybody laughed about that, even when I yes. was young. In the movie, A New Hope was in the theaters. We all laughed about how easily, you know, there's this massive Death Star. And this thing is this incredible feat of machinery, and this guy goes in and, you know, by hitting one little hole, he blows the entire thing to smithereens. <laughs> but now when you hear the storyline in, in uh, Rogue One, it makes sense. Yeah, they do a very good job of um, filling in a couple plot holes. Yeah. Or, sure. well, seemingly plot holes. Sure. And that worked well. This, though, I do want to mention, this is a much darker film than um, the rest of the um, Star Wars series. Yeah, including uh, Episode uh, Three. 7. Oh, well, well, even, uh, even up three, seven, I was huh? thinking, was probably the darkest of all of them with uh, Anakin. And I think it was, oh, it was yeah. even darker than that. Yeah, that's true. And and there are some planets here, like the planet, uh, what was it called? Ethu? What was it? Uh, Edo? Edo. Edo. Reminded me a lot of the... Um, uh, Endor? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was a giant with forest. The, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Um, with the um, lava... Like flows oh, um, running Mustafar. through there. I was like, "Whoa, we're gonna find Anakin yeah. laying on a well lava bank here." I thought the exact same thing. Did you? Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I, I thought, well, I must be just losing it here. Um. So I did find that interesting. I'm trying to think. Um. Yeah, I think they did a good job of shooting it. Uh, like I said, save your money, see it in two D. I think that the three D, it doesn't add to the film. No, for once, it really didn't do anything. And um. You'll be pleased to know, too. Should we even say that? Who makes an appearance? I won't say where, but uh, that she makes an appearance in it. Should I even say that? Um, Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. She, a, a big, big time she makes an appearance in this. And so you'll get a kick out of that. Really, um, really cool, I thought. Yeah, cool what they did. We're still trying to determine how it was done. 
uh, there are two theories, not even just theories, but things that were mentioned at the end of the movie. So just uh, you don't have to stick around past the credits too. Let's say that yeah, nothing there's nothing after, after the, credits. the credits. So um, unless you yeah. want to see just the sheer amount of people that it took to make this film. Yeah, you easily know how they spent two hundred million dollars on making these things. So they're employing a lot of people. So good for them. Um, okay. Well, we've gone on for eight and a half minutes. Do we have anything else to say about this? Huh. I don't leave things out. Uh, I definitely would say go see it once. Yes. Yes, and, I would recommend uh, at least seeing it once. And I just, yeah, I just don't see, with me, I don't see where it would have repeatability. It is kind of a story that I don't want to hear or see over and over again. But uh, it definitely has its place in the Star Wars uh, universe. And it didn't really leave much room for um, theory re leading into other films. So that kind of also detracts from uh, repeatability. Well, now tell me after seeing this, are you anxious to see the Han Solo film? Um, huh. I am. Yes. Now after seeing this, because I think, wow, they actually could kind of pull the storyline apart a little bit. And yes, and add some, some more details to it. Oh, you know what, too? Uh, remind me, Obi-Wan's name was brought up in this. Yes, it was. Um, And so he apparently had a... Uh, female Jedi with him that was also mentioned. Um, just very quickly in passing, we almost didn't catch it, um, because I thought they were just still referencing Obi-Wan. But then, uh, I believe it was Bail Organa said she referring and, to a Jedi. And there's a there's a hole that they left there for a reason. Yeah, I think that it'll probably be brought up in maybe episode 8. Yeah, that it that's could what be, I'm thinking. Yeah, it could be something to having to do with them. Ray's lineage, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Ray's lineage. And that's what we were talking about, too, with the two main characters in this. Um, yeah. Who would they have been the age to? Yeah, I can't, I can't describe, I can't tell you what happens or doesn't happen to them. Just remember this, too. When you see the ending, uh, this isn't like a, I, even though at first, when I first got up and walked out, I was like, yep, that's sealed. That's done. I don't need to question that. And then all of a sudden, I thought, well, technically, is it sealed? Because did I see? No, everything wasn't revealed exactly in front of you. Just like with them. Well, I can't go farther into it. Even yeah. with them, uh, Force Awakens, was everything revealed? Or could this pop back up? So I'm not going to go any farther than that. Careful, the goodness. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. It's late. Um, I'm going to try to get this posted. Uh, sometime tomorrow, maybe we'll throw some other Disney news in there with it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about with Disney that we haven't talked about. So um, maybe if I could get uh, Cameron and Roy or Adam or anybody on here, um, then maybe we'll do a quick show and add this into it. If not, uh, maybe Connor and I will just chat and we'll get this thing out. So um, hope everybody gets a chance to go out and see the movie this weekend and enjoy it. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.